Living in the city just ain't for me I wanna go back to the country Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away. All right. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. We call it home every Sunday from 7 to 9 a.m. right here. Catch us live or catch us at theoutdoorzone.com. You can catch us on iTunes. iFace, iPad. Yeah, iPads, iFaces, SoundCloud. And Spotify. And Spotify. Just uh, search The Outdoor Zone. I'm Cody Ryan, your host, sitting in with me, Beef Steak. Oh, yeah. And uh, TJ is On hopefully his second five-hour, right? And a second five-hour energy on his drive to the mountains, hopefully at a rest stop taking a nap. Huh. And uh, Road Rash, Twisting Wires, gets here early, unlike myself, and uh, gets things set up. So J-I-T. thank you. J-I-T. Hey, I wasn't late. You weren't That's late. all I got to say, baby. I all wasn't right. late. Uh, man, 96 degrees, 98 degrees, 99 degrees. Over the next week, it looks like uh, 97 to 99 degrees every day this week. Uh, and no chance of rain. So that little extended cool weather that we had, that extended uh, rain events that we had here in Central mm-hmm. Texas... Yeah, it looks like they burned off, and they're pretty much gone for uh, eh, the next three months or so. So um, my wife was pointing out to me last night that everybody and everything is doing July and Christmas right now. What? I thought we should do a show like that. She even said that Long John Silver's has no. Christmas Mm-mm. fish tacos. No, see, and here's the problem. Here's what ruined it for me. I'm not doing it. I'm not, not doing it. It kind of reminds you of Jesus' cold weather. birthday was not in the middle of the summer, number one. Number two, this, uh, what is that channel, Hallmark Channel. Well, that's is, what she's been watching all weekend. Yeah, Christmas what, in July gone. or something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, forget that, bro. I'm, don't even get me there. That's, oof. He's setting off a whole new level of frustration so what do you think Hallmark about our channel what my, a joke what about my idea of like a cute oh, oh i love you i want you to be my wife forever that's where you got that accent from hallmark yeah uh, from a hallmark show. they all got an accent and it's christmas and it's snowing yeah. oh, and everybody's yes, happy you're just home for the for the week to visit your mother oh that's beautiful oh we should fall in love and live happily ever look we have a pasture with beautiful horses and 
I, I'm really a prince from England, and I have billions of dollars. <laughs> you didn't know that, and you. Yeah. and you fell in love with me before you knew that. That's so great. You have watched too much Hallmark, I can tell, uh. or listened to it. But QVC is another one. Why don't we have an outdoor channel that is just nothing but what you were talking about, new lures and knives, and guns, guns, baits. right, and only for three easy payments. <laughs> And you one really this. difficult one. <laughs> you can have this new archery AR. set. AR. That's right. That'd be great. Go pick it up. Call now. Wait. But there's more. Call now and get a free silencer with every purchase. <laughs> Only a two-year wait. <laughs> <laughs> While you're paying it off, we can get everything in line for your license. Three easy payments of $999. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? But we were going back to... So I'll finish my story. Yeah, so uh, weird noises you hear in the dark, whether you're in the deer stand or... Uh, so Beefsteak's walking to his deer stand. He has a long walk to his deer stand. His first deer stand that he's ever had and put up himself was a pop-up. And yep. the wind obviously it. took it out. And it's just a kind of a piece of material sitting there with a chair. Only the front part with my chair there, right? Yeah, yeah. So at this point, I'm afraid to light up anything as far as, you know, turn on lights. I'm that strict, yeah. you know, walking like silent. You right. know what I mean? No right. lights. Yeah. Doing the whole thing. I don't want to scare any prey away. And right now I can kick the side of my door and urinate out, yeah. the, out of it and it doesn't matter. But anyways, um, walking up there and uh, man, the I was sitting on a chair, and of course, the chair is just a stool. It has no back to it. Right. And I hear a... <sighs> like that. That's you. No, it's After not me. three-quarter no. mile walk. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I had kind of, you know, zoned out because we got out there so early that you still had another 45 minutes to an hour before the sun started peeking up, right? Yeah. And... So I hear that real close. And I'm sitting there crouched over, leaning over because there's no back to my chair. And so I'm leaning forward like that. Yeah. And all of a sudden here. And this cow gave me a big lick <laughs> right in the exposed area where my shirt was pulled up. Your plumber's and I was crack. Like, <laughs> I gave a great big pterodactyl, and I thought, oh, my God. And so I spun around. I grabbed grab my flashlight. I was going to attack this thing, and I look up, and this is this big black uh, cow, and it was just sitting there slobbering like, I like you. <laughs> And After I didn't been need, real quiet and secretive going up to your blind. They're very stealthy. Be, deer, <laughs> I mean, cows. They're very, no, they do. Cows walk really lightly. Oh, my God. They don't come crashing in like I a bull. I don't know about that. Oh, so man. So I'm sitting in a deer blind. We get dropped off. Uh, my dad and I, I remember this from being a kid uh, before I really, I guess, I hunted by myself. We got dropped off at a deer blind in South Texas. You're six years old, probably, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably like six, a, seven. two and a half. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. We we So we got dropped off. We're in South Texas. We get dropped off at a deer blind. Uh, uh, the You know, the landowner or whatever drops us off and drives off and says, I'll Did be Did he go, back. it's that way. Yeah. And there's a reflector on well, it. Well, <laughs> we get there and, and we get up in it and it's like a little tower blind, you know, and... Uh, and 
So we get inside, we get set up and everything, and we're sitting there, of course, the sun hadn't come up, and all of a sudden you kind of just start hearing... Kind of like your phone on... Uh, uh, a little vibrate. Huh? On vibrate okay. kind of yeah. deal, and you're, we're like, what the heck is that? What is going on? Well, as the sun kept coming up a little bit, a little bit more, it's man, it got over, loud. Huh? It got loud, and like it was like consistent, like the whole... Blinds started shaking. And we're so like, the lighter it got, the hot, the higher yeah, it got. Yeah, and finally we could kind of start to see. We didn't have a flashlight or anything. You know, okay. we got dropped right off at the blind, so you don't need a <laughs> flashlight or anything. Okay. You know, right? Yeah, sure, you wouldn't think. And uh, just where you could barely start seeing into the deer blind, we look up on the roof of this deer blind, and the entire roof is covered in wasp. <laughs> So Red they were wasps. So they, they were, were starting awake. to wake up oh, for the no. day. And oh. without panicking, you know, the last thing you can do is touch that roof of that deer blind or make any move. I mean, you're in a box. Don't move. With 5,000 wasps in a <laughs> box. Loaded closed, weapons. <laughs> loaded weapons. And they are starting to wake up. And, uh, what do you so do? We, we slowly backed out of the blind and went and sat behind a tree uh you know on the ground or whatever for the rest of the hunt didn't see anything that i remember so anyway that's a freaky deal dude i don't go into or, a blind without taking a full look now i assure you i mean i told you about the black widows in mine and yeah. it was right there next to my arm uh, where i kept pushing i was like there's a spider web or some kind of netting or something <laughs> like that and when it became light i looked over and there's that little belly with the red and I'm like, <laughs> again you know screaming like a little girl that makes silently. sense why you don't see a whole lot when you deer hunt sometimes oh you know? i'm screaming yeah like crazy i've had snakes underneath you've seen the snakes yeah i even had a snake when i was trying to elevate my whole uh when i was trying to elevate my blind right because there was a snake under there. Yeah. That's when I found the other six footer. <laughs> and so uh, what I started doing is I would get these little raid bomb cans. Yeah. And so right before the season starts, yeah. you go out yeah. and I'll put a towel down on the chair or something. And then I will pop one of those like, like a I SWAT team. I think about team. putting a towel on the chair part. But yeah, I've. A towel on chair, and then what I do, man, it's just like a SWAT team. When they bust in and they're like, clear! Yeah. You know? Yeah, throw it in there. And it's made for like, you know, uh, It's made for like 2,000 square feet. Yeah, yeah like 1,200 1, square feet. feet. And you throw it in a little six by a little six box deer blind. blind. Four and so by six. What, what you see is this whole thing go whoosh, and then you see it like the little white stuff start to permeate yeah. out the windows and the little holes yeah and it looks like it's smoking and you're like okay i'm gonna get out of here and not go in there for a while but that would do it that does it that does it and that's what i do i started doing uh at my in-laws place you know they got a handful of blinds and i mm -hmm. like to go out there you know a few weeks before season and uh throw a little raid bomb in each blind just make sure that we clear out anything that may be hanging out i got a six pack in my in my truck yeah. all the time you know yeah. for that if i see something i'll just pop something in there and yeah. let it go for the day it's probably why my eye twitches now <laughs> my left eye all the time ah, let it air out it'd be <laughs> all right no it's not that bad hey we were going to talk a little koz hunting camp but 
Uh, we're running out of time on this segment. We'll talk about it here in the show. I want to hear a good story, a bad story, an awesome story. Okay. Uh, we've got some time later in the show, but uh, KOZ, Kids Outdoor Zone hunting camp took place this last week. Beefsteak was there. TJ was there and is now taking some of his young helpers, some of the young leaders in training right. uh, to the mountains is kind of a reward and just a time to get away and enjoy the cool weather in the mountains. So That's the reward right there. That's the reward. Everyone at some point needs to have their vehicles repaired, and it can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust. We use our friends at Sun Auto Service. Sun Auto Service, family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. There's no need to go to the dealer for your maintenance or repairs any longer. Sun Auto Mechanics can service all your car needs. One of their ASC certified technicians. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week. 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and in Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road, 620. Check them out, sunautoservice.com. Coming up next, your Peter Report. You don't want to miss this one. You get it all in one place. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Andy Morgan, and I fish FLW, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the punk house. And hopefully you're listening to us. You're celebrating in a, you know what, if you want to do a, in a new Jeep with the top off, windows down, enjoying the perfect weather for the top off Jeep cruising. And the new Wranglers are arriving almost every day. They get new vehicles in. Check out the huge selection of 2019 Wranglers, Jeep Cherokees, and Patriots. Just talking about the Grand Cherokee. The new 2019 is available. So if you want to describe it, it's from the road to the ranch with the 2019 Grand Cherokee. You can take it anywhere you want to go. Built with a four point, I'm sorry, an eight, even bigger, 8.4 inch touchscreen, dual pane power sunroof, and active safety technology. It meets all the demands of the most demanding. So head on over this afternoon to the Super Center. It's gigantic selection, all the savings on the number one Chrysler Dodge Ram sales leader in Central Texas, Niall Maxwell Superstore, 620 and 183 in Austin, or visit us or them online at NiallMaxwellSuperstore.com. That's time for this week's PETA Report. They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA Report, because we love animals too. They taste great. There have been several reports of hunters running over deliberately set tire spikes across state forest. The homemade tire spikes have been marked with the logo PETA and hammered into tracks to puncture hunters' tires. This dangerous, illegal activity has caused several reported incidents is inspected to be wider spread. A tire shop employee had repaired spike tires on four different occasions. The spikes 
also had the word PETA printed on them in red pen. The Facebook post by Johnny Johnson on the page Hunting State Forest and Private Land said, Watch out in uh, Gennard Forest, State Forest. I hit a still spike planted in the road today at lunch. It wrecked a good weekend of hunting. This is very dangerous for all. And on the bottom of the spike, it was printed P-E-T-A in red. So... Those little... I mean, what a great activist, you know, to go out there and flatten tires. And, uh, man, that's really productive in protecting animals and animal rights. I mean, it's really inspiring. Makes me want to go flatten tires. I think they get some of this stuff from ISIS. sarcastic, of course. I think out of the ISIS playbook, right? The Taliban... What can I do to cause the most uh, problems and not really do anything to help? Right. That's what. Yeah. Well, think about think about a moose or a elk or a deer that trips on one of these spikes or falls on one of these spikes or, you know, a hiker. You know all that stuff, right? Uh, yeah, a hiker, a boy's a dog, a cow's a pig. Right. We're all the same. So if we get hurt, <laughs> it's just the same as a little puppy. So. Uh, you know, what if they fall on it? What if you step on it? You know, I mean, there's, dude, it's disgusting. It's just, it's so, they're so far out of their mind that they don't have any sense of reality, responsibility. Um, I I just don't know if it's a mental problem. I'm not sure if it's actually a mental issue. Like, no, seriously, if they think this is a successful method for, anti uh, for uh, activate activist against a certain thing against a certain ideal then they may have some mental issues there may be some mental problems there. i look at it the same as like the uh, terrorists yeah mental I mean, issues so we have They're some screwed up in the brain so we have something good and they want to take it away or undermine it yeah. So they do all these evil things yeah. to try to undermine for, I don't know what. Charles Manson, you know, just disgusting. Just screwed up in the head. <laughs> That's what PETA is. Uh, let's talk tires. I want to talk a little bit of tires. We've talked about this, you and I, personally. Yes, because it's a big before. investment. It is a huge investment. And speaking, and, and it kind of fell into this PETA, them, they're setting spikes out to flatten right. tires on these hunting trails. Uh Tires. TJ got a new set of tires this oh, week on his I, Dodge. While we were driving, uh, I was following him. Yeah, and I, I, he had called and wanted to make sure I was awake. I think I'm not yeah. sure, but I was so proud. Of, I said, "I'm so proud of you." Put all new rubber, not just on your big truck, but yeah. on the trailer. Oh, he and did. that's a big step. Yeah. So it, that was four tires on the trailer. Yeah, brand new, and four tires on the truck. Yeah, that's a big investment. Well, he... Uh, but him rolling with new rubber, yeah. all at the same time, perfect? Oh, man. I mean, that's just didn't happen, right? Yeah, he, he had called me. He likes good tires on his truck. Yes, but not the trailer. The trailer, yeah. Mm. You don't, until you blow at least two out of the four, then you don't need to replace any. <laughs> right. um, I mean, you got four of them. What the heck do you got and four of them You don't them use for? them all the time. Right, exactly. You don't use all of them. Uh, so he called me. The only two times I talked to him this week, 
which usually he's, you know, we talk, we converse a lot more than twice in a week. Yeah. Uh, he called me on his way to the tire shop to get new tires. Just to make sure he wasn't doing something I, I don't, yeah, bad. Just to, you know, I don't like, know. Just asking if, you know, whatever. And then he called me on the way back after he got the tires and was like a giddy schoolgirl. And I told him, <laughs> I said, dude, it's just like buying a boat with new tires. The best day that you, <laughs> the day you is got. the day you buy them. Because at that point, every mile you put on them is one less mile of tread they have. That's a terrible way of looking at it. <laughs> the wow. best day, the best day for a new set of tires in and, and guys that have a good-looking truck or appreciate a good-looking truck anyway, even girls that appreciate a good-looking sure. truck. I mean, the tires you got good meat, right? You got to yeah. good got to have a good tire. There's there's not a fantastic-looking fully rigged out truck that I've seen that I've been like uh oh man, I really love those extra small road tires they have on there. Those yeah, tall, thin. Yeah, like mm-hmm. zero tread on those. Those are awesome. Those look really good on that truck. No, you want some meat. You want some knobs some on that mud sucker. grabbers. Not necessarily, but I, I I'm I an all like terrain too much guy. Of the knobs. I'm an all terrain guy. I okay. like the all terrain. I want a good all terrain guy. The other thing that I like on a tire is. And I know this is totally against, I guess, what the new look is or what all the kids are doing nowadays. I know. I don't like this part of you. But I don't like how... So if you're looking at your tire and your wheel, uh-huh. I don't like how the tire sticks out way... The like bulge? A, the bulge around the wheel. I want it to be like wheel and tire high to be and nice tight, and high huh? and f- tight and in a line yeah i don't like that big bubbly looking tire on the side i don't want them i don't want my tires to bulge out on the sides you know that's just yeah, more of a threat I, if a mesquite thorn comes out and sticks in the side of wall please you know I if you keep know. them high and tight you know exactly where they are well that is true they're all made differently and uh some of it is for ride i believe you know, for yeah. uh, how well it rides. Surface area and spreads out or whatever. The I don't like the all-terrain ones. Um, you got to find the right ones that have, and what they're going to now is the all-terrain that has the muddy knob stuff along part or halfway down the sidewall. Right. Because when you get stuck, do you really use the middle? It yeah. fills up with mud and dirt, and yeah. it becomes just a rubber band, right? <laughs> so it's all the stuff on the side that will get catch and throw off and, you know, gives you any traction. Plus those really knobby ones, man, they are loud. We got two hours to go out to the, uh, to, uh, out to the ranch. Yeah. And it's like, zom, 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 zom. you don't want that. Do you? I got one. Uh, the last tires I got were, uh, I guess pushing mud terrain style tires. I've since got an all terrain now, but right. Not the man, MT. And they were quiet. For the first 20,000 miles of their life. Okay. The last 20,000 miles of their life, they at different speeds, it was like 40, 60, and 80, <laughs> where like all the speeds where they would just scream. And what do you drive? 40, 60, and 80. So it'd be like, officer, sorry, I'm going 68. I have to because my tires are so loud. If I go 60, like the speed limit, I have to go six. You know, so I had speed everywhere. Well, I, I, <laughs> because I, it was like, 
That's a good excuse. Um, yeah. I had a different excuse for the Texas Ranger that pulled me over oh, gosh. this week. Yeah. You got pulled over in the burb? Uh-huh. Coming back from the... From <laughs> well, she's like, wow, I can't believe this thing's actually running. Hey! You know, you had some duct Glad tape you that got flew it. off back there. You're actually driving too slow. Oh, my God. <laughs> I need to pull you over. There you I can't believe your reaction. I cannot believe you and about 10 other people have said the same thing. I didn't know it would go 90. I didn't. And that's probably what the ranger. I just to look and see what you had under the hood in this bad boy. It I couldn't believe together. it's still running. But things weren't. So I had to make a promise to him. Yeah. That, uh, you know, we, as we always say in the kids, everything is learning, right? A learning moment, life lesson. And that uh, sometimes I think God brings people into other people's lives to present warnings to them. And or you can just either, a cop when you're speeding. Right. And you, you can listen. So I told him where I was and what I was doing. And he goes, uh, sir. And of course, we had to go through the whole concealed license and me carrying right. and how I was going to get that. He goes, sir, would you slow down if I gave you a warning? <laughs> well, and I had to, I, guess. I had to do the ranger promise. Three fingers up. Oh, my God. I had to make uh, myself. Uh, so, uh, TJ, guns. D- I want to tell you why TJ was calling me from the road. Yeah. It's because he was way off in the distance, and I had to tell him, I made a promise to a ranger, <laughs> and I got to stay within the speed limit. Oh, my God. So, I had to meet him. I was late for burgers. You know the whole thing, right? With the way society is pounding on our right stone guns, it's imperative we support our local gun shops, the one we trust with our constitutional rights, is McBride's Guns. McBride's Guns has a staff to help you adjust, repair, modify your firearms. Yeah, they got a full indoor service uh, gunsmith right there on site. You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, right there on the corner of 30th and Lamar. You give them a call, 512-472-3532, or check them out online, McBride's Guns. McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns, our hometown gun shop. Speaking of, Armed Citizens Report up next. You get it only one place. It's the Outdoor Zone at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Randall Tharp, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. If you're like me, always looking for the best, where's the best vacation spot? Where's the best food in town? Heck, we even have best friends. So why not drive the best? Well, you can in a new Honda. For style and sophistication, drive the 2019 Honda Accord LX, one of car and driver's 10 best. It features a push-start button, heads-up display, and, of course, my favorite, Honda Sensing, Honda's suite of safety and driver-assisted features like lane assist, collision detection, and road departure. Or if you want more out of your midsize SUV, there's the 2019 Honda Pilot, named the 2019 Best Buy of the Year among midsize SUVs, according to Kelly Blue Books, KBB.com. Standard with Honda Sensing, a suite of safety and driver-assisted features. So if MV drives you, drive a Honda and test drive the perfect Honda today. From your Central Texas Honda dealers, Car and Drivers, January 2019. For more information, visit kellybluebookskbb.com. Now it's time for this week's Armed Citizens Report. 
Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. When a crook with a gun reportedly tried to rob a man at a gas pump in Virginia, he learned the hard way that not everyone is a sheep. He intended... His intended victim was armed and responded to the threat as any wolf would. He fought back. That is, he drew his own firearm in self-defense. Shots were fired. I've not seen any report as to who shot who first, and the crook caught some lead. The bad guy had an underage accomplice who also fired at the victim. Neither the juvenile nor the good guy were injured. Apparently, the bad guy's injuries were not life-threatening as he was hospitalized and charged with armed robbery, shooting into an occupied vehicle, shooting into an occupied building, use of a firearm in, a communi- in committing a felony, reckless handling of a firearm, felony-damaging property, oh. and discharging a firearm in public. That's a few items there that you got to overcome. <laughs> His young buddy later surrendered to police to face warrants for attempted robbery, shooting into an occupied vehicle, use of a firearm, and committing a felony. Possession of a firearm by a convicted felon possesses Mm. firearm under age and conspiracy to commit felony and went straight to juvie. Mm. Thank goodness the intended victim here was armed and able to defend himself Watch yourselves at the gas pump, folks. Many times we get distracted or simply fail to pay attention to our surroundings. Maintain situational awareness and always lock your doors when you're sitting inside your vehicle in a public place. The delay caused by an assailant being unable to yank open your door might give you the precious seconds you need to pull your gun and save your life. So, That's a lot of felony yeah. convictions and uh, a lot of time, man. You're caught robbing something with a gun or a felony or have yeah. felony possession. Oh, my. Yeah, you're not really listening. You're not really dealing with the best of the best there in that situation. <laughs> I don't guess. So, uh, man, I, yeah, that's that's bad news. And so... They're going to do whatever they want to do, right? They're just looking for a victim. Yeah. And I guess in many times they tell you, you know, uh, you know, if you don't look like a victim, you, you probably won't be a victim. So always keep your eyes out. Um, keep your doors locked. You know, all that vigilant stuff that we tend to not do. And you know what? Sometimes bad guys are just bad guys and they're looking for that next fix or whatever they got to get. And uh, so you need to protect yourself and your family. Speaking of bad guys, we reported on it back in May. Now they found the suspect on Wednesday. Judge Pamela Sargent ruled that James Jordan, the alleged AT, Appalachian Trail, machete killer. Oh, yeah, that guy. Was not competent to stand trial after reviewing a psychiatric report completed by the state. Jordan will be transported to a federal facility to be restored to competency, according to court documents. It is uncertain how long that process might take and if and when or if Jordan might appear in court again. 
Jordan 30 has been held in felony custody since May 11th when he was arrested in Virginia in connection with the stabbing death of thru-hiker Ronald Sanchez and harm to another unarmed thru-hiker while threatened and threatened them in a camp. The second thru-hiker escaped after playing dead, then called authorities. Police took a blood-smathered Jordan into custody without incident. Uh... So, yeah, this guy was living on the Appalachian Trail, I guess, or for a period of time. Uh, I would assume assume drugs would be involved in that situation (laughs) of some sort, but he's of not sound mind, apparently. Uh, The judge ruled him incompetent to stand trial right now, so they're going to try and get him straightened up. And it was revealed after the trial that he had a big PETA tattoo on his chest. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, he was Peter's number one supporter. He in red letters there was P E T A on the machete. Yeah, I don't know. It was weird. This story reminded me of you, and oh. this one only because you're the only person that I would. I, I need to tell. I need to say this. I need to tell you this story and say that this is not acceptable, and that if this wow. ever takes place, the story I'm about to tell you that we can no longer be friends. I will friends. I will cut the friendship out. You will no longer be the beefsteak I once knew you to be. We could no longer be friends. A Twin Cities area man is facing charges after he was arrested for fishing naked in West Central <laughs> Minnesota. <laughs> and this reminded just listen. Okay. You'll <clears throat> you'll I'm scared that you'll say eh, Okay, let's go. Otter Tail County Sheriff Keith Van Dyke said deputies received a call on July 1st from people living on North Turtle Lake that 59-year-old Michael Blake was fishing naked from his pontoon boat about 50 feet from shore. Van Van Dyke said uh, said summer homes line the lake, but Blake of Brooklyn Center told responding deputies that he didn't think anyone was around, so fishing naked wouldn't be a problem. Van Dyke said Blake had been charged with gross misdemeanor indecent exposure, a number for a possible residential listing for Blake in Brooklyn Center was disconnected. Um, so I'm just saying, I this is not acceptable. Fishing naked under any circumstance, unless you're in... The show, Naked and Afraid, is unacceptable you, you across mean, the board. Are you telling me you don't have a naked time or a naked room? No. Mm. You don't have a whole room See, in your house. See, this that's is just what I was room. afraid of. This is what you, scared me. Everybody's got to have that place. Maybe this was going to be something you would defend. <laughs> it disgusted me. Uh, National Summit Day. This is kind of interesting. TJ is going to make his way up to uh, climb later this. Uh, I don't later this month, early yeah. next month. Yeah, he's uh, getting ready for it. This he's is getting his ready. Prep. Yep. He's he's going to make another attempt at uh, one of the major top twelve peaks uh, in the country. Is his goal. Uh, my little brother's supposed to go with him anyway. Um, really? National Summit Day, Saturday, August third is National Summit Day. So join uh, Backpacker 
Magazine, Big City Mountaineers, and hikers around the country on Saturday, August 3rd, 2019 to celebrate our favorite mountains and the people who climb them. Everyone with a pair of shoes and a nearby hill or mountain is invited to register yourself, register a group, or join a hike, and help make National Summit Day the highest party in the land. <laughs> I just thought it was a cool initiative. You know, that we've talked cool. about outdoor days. Uh, yeah. Cabela's is done, and right. Bass Pro Shops have done. and So this is a if backpacking and hiking is your thing, August 3rd. Uh, is a day to do it and sign up. And it's just a, like, hey, it's just a group thing. You know, we're doing this together. There's others across this country that love to do the same thing we're doing. Let's band together. And so it's only a month away. You do have to get ready for that. Well, no. I mean, it's saying that you can do it at a, a little hilltop behind your house. Right, but you just have to get together and do it, right? You I just mean, have to plan you it. You just have to go August 3rd and climb something. Put your shoes on and go. Naked. No, Can you do it not naked? Naked. Nothing is naked. Backpacking naked. Archery country, one of the <laughs> fastest growing sports in the country, is archery. In Central Texas, there is only one true archery shop. That's Archery Country. The staff and owners at Archery Country are not part-time shooters. They're avid bow hunters and 3D shooters that hunt and compete. If you're looking for something for your kids, the folks at Archery Country know all about tournaments and school programs. They coach kids and hold classes regularly. Go see our friends, 8121 Research Boulevard. They're closed Sundays and Mondays, but open back up on Tuesdays. The only true archery bow shop in Central Texas in Austin is austinarcherycountry.com. We'll wrap this thing up with a few stories from the Kids Outdoor Zone hunting camp. Coming up next, you get it only one place. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. Hi, welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday from 7 to 9 a.m. right here, live in the bunkhouse. Well, talking about us and what we do afterwards, we're asking you to go out to Austin's hottest new restaurant, the Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Our amazing friends at Shore are serving regional coastal cuisine, combining flavors from Tejas, Louisiana, and Mexico. They have fantastic pet-friendly patio with live music on selected nights, open for lunch and dinner every day, and a killer brunch on Saturday and Sunday, that's today, and half-price bottles of wine on Mondays after 5. So tomorrow you can go do that. And they have uh, incredible, uh, wonderful house-made bread, and our poor boys are bread direct from New Orleans. So go down and see the owners, Jim Wahlberg and Jim Snyder. They invite you down to the Shore Raw Bar and Grill, located on Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Y and Oak Hill, the Shore Raw Bar and Grill. And you can also visit them online to get all the specials and all the hours are open at shoreatx.com. We say, go get you some. 
Uh, KOZ Hunting Camp Kids Outdoor Zone, a, a, a program for men and churches to uh, train the boys in their community and in their churches to become uh, to learn outdoor skills and they have chapters. Learn about right. Jesus. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They got chapters all around the country. Well, each year TJ um, takes it upon himself to do a hunting camp. Uh, not upon himself. He, I think it's a test. <laughs> it's it's a test to see if he can still do it or not. Uh, he does a hunting camp um, with a select group of boys, new boys to KOZ, mm-hmm. and uh, and. You went up there and helped for the last few days. Tommy Thompson, the best KOC leader in Central cook. Texas, oh, uh, the north cook. of the river. Uh, yeah, best north, north of, of the river. The river, yeah, yeah, all of that whole area north of the river. Mister Tommy and I, <laughs> I claim he's one of my cousins. He is, and uh, uh, yeah. so I mean, lots of help. Rick came down from Virginia, spent the week uh, down at hunting camp. So KOC hunting camp took place in Bryan College Station this past week. You went there for the last few days. The good, the bad, the ugly. What'd you see? What'd you smell? Uh, (laughs) What'd you taste? Well, the good was to see these young men that are not only learning about hunting, conservation, getting their license, safety, but they're also learning when you say bad, all those bad moments, what we try to teach is they're a learning opportunity, a yeah. lesson in life. If you go through them and get to the other side, right. you can point out that you can get through those difficulties and overcome them and then look back on it and go, man, that was really, if I would have quit three quarters of the way through, then I wouldn't have, you know, that's how young leaders are made. And those men, we, we're talking about this, it sounds crazy, but you know how people send kids to prep school? Right. You know, ahead of time, so you get college courses, you get all that. Yeah. These young men came out of this like a prep school for life. Yeah. They're little, they're leaders, man. They have those, the abundance. So the ugly was probably when I walked into the bunkhouse room and, you know, all the clothes are there after a week and there's a Uh, pile of underwear. And you're like, whose is this? Nobody would claim any. So I ended up having to bag it and bring it home. Mrs. Beefsteak was like, you're putting that in my washer? <laughs> and so, you know, we're cleaning that all out. And the boys, some of them were, this one gentleman was from Russia. And a lot of these boys have some problems, right? Yeah. But they're facing those, we're teaching them, trying to, how to face those adversities, go through them. And we're trying to train up leaders, not that have followers, but that create other leaders. And that's what TJ is doing with those three or four young LITs. Say it again, because that's your that's your your quote of the week. Okay, great leaders don't have followers; they create other leaders. Bingo, love it, love it. So check out Kids Outdoor Zone for more information how you can become involved and start a group in your church. Kids Outdoor Zone. Dot com. Today's Sunday. I want to encourage you to find the church of your choice this week. Folks, get a kid outside. Take them hunting. Take them fishing. Take them just outside. Let them see the trees. Take them to the park. Let Take them to the lake, to the ranch. Show them the birds, the trees. Take them fishing. We don't care what it is. Just get them into the great outdoor zone. Find out more about Kids Outdoor Zone, kidsoutdoorzone.com. This week's Bible verse, guard your hearts above all else. For it determines the course of your life. For 
423, Proverbs 423. All right, live it, love it, learn it. I'm Cody Ryan, Beefsteak. Thank you, Road Rash. You are the man. You get it done for us every Sunday. Thank Can we you. say thank you to TJ? He took my grandson out yes. on a hunt and bagged his first ram. Oh, my gosh. You saw the picture? Yeah, I did. So I want to thank TJ for guarding his little heart and helping me with that. I can't wait your grandson's just a little bit older, and I can tell him how he far exceeded his grandfather's hunting abilities <laughs> far earlier in I life. I thought you were talking about taking us out fishing. Oh, oh. oh, man. All right, on behalf of TJ, speaking of uh, regulators, let's mount out. Up. My grandpa taught me how to live off the land, and his taught him to be a businessman. He used to send me pictures of the Broadway nights, and I'd send him some homemade wine. But he was killed by a man with a switchblade knife. For $43, my friend lost his life. I'd love to spit some beach nut in that dude's eyes And shoot him with my old 45 Cause the country boy can survive Country folks can survive Cause you can't stop us out and you can't make them run But with them old boys raised on shotgun We say grace and we say man And you ain't in the sack California and South Alabama and little towns all around this land. We can skin a buck and run a trot line and a country boy can survive.